Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. Also, are you a fan of Block Talk? Well, our newest fans are the fabulous team at Daft Boy. With the highest quality fans, accessories, and gear for any occasion, Daft Boy is here to serve it to you every day. And over at Daft Boy, you can create your own custom fan like the Block Talk fan I thwarp at every show. Fans of Block Talk can receive 15% off at checkout using code BLOCKTALK. Visit daftboy.com today. And as always, Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at TheaterTheNow, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. On this podcast, history will be made. It'll be the first time someone encouraged her to not shut up. She's the tallest drag queen in the entire world, period. It's the fabulous Chandelier. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good morning. It's four o'clock. Shh, it's too early for this shit. <laughs> uh, so how, how's life? How's everything been? Good. Keeping busy with work, or trying to at least. Trying to save time for sleep. Sleep is important. It is important. So, so I've heard. I don't know how to sleep, actually, but <laughs> one day someone will teach me. You got it. We'll just put a mallet by your bed and bang you out when oh you need to. Oh, my God. I, need to, like, I, I can sleep four hours straight, and that's about it. Oh, that's terrible. It's terrible. Then I'll wake up, and then I'm like, I'm going back to sleep, and that's not healthy. I'm not good without a nice, solid 11 hours of sleep. 11 love, hours. It's lovely for me. Well, we're going to learn all about you and your 11-hour sleep schedule and how you make that happen. Uh, so let's start at the beginning. Where are you from? I'm originally from Ohio, but I moved here in 2006. Nice. And I've been here ever since. Uh, where did you go to school? I went to Manhattan School of Music. What does, what brought you to New York? What was the... Why New York of all places in the world? This is the center of the universe. Um, I went to boarding school in Michigan, and I needed to get the hell out of there. So as soon as New York said that they would accept me, I decided to come here. And not anywhere else that I got accepted into. And what did you study? I studied classical voice. Bass. No way. Yeah, couldn't even tell. <laughs> um, and so what? what is the hope when you decide to get a degree in classical voice? What is the end goal? Oh, God. Uh, eventually to make money. So that wasn't working out. So drag stepped in and started make, paying the bills. Did you start drag while you were in school? Or yes. That- I uh, went to Lips when I was for my 19th birthday Ooh. yeah and uh then my friend was like you could do this and so we went out shopping and then a week later i had an audition and then was working there all through my undergrad and the rest well we're going to talk about lips in a little bit uh, but describe shandy in three words tall yeah yeah that checks out bitch yeah uh, yeah dry yeah that, that, <laughs> like that that makes sense so what is the origin story of your drag name and persona um uh, when i was at Lips for my 19th birthday. I was talking to one of the girls there, Melinda Tangeray Thomas, and uh, we were discussing what my drag name would be, and she said, oh, well, in heels and hair, being that you're six foot nine out of drag, uh, you would be so tall you would hit the chandeliers. Oh, my God, that's your name. So, chandelier stuck. Nice. And the period? That's just for Facebook because I needed a last name, but, uh, <laughs> like, I always tell people it's just chandelier, like Cher, Madonna, and Jesus. That works out. <laughs> Um, how long does it take to transform into Shandy? It depends on how hungover I am during that day. Uh, but I usually give myself about an hour and a half, an hour to do my face, and about half an hour to get dressed. Do you, like, 
pre-pick what you're going to wear? I do. I do. If I'm at Lips, I have something that I wear all the time. Um, But for my shows on Mondays, I like to get creative and um, figure out what I want to wear and just put it all to look together. Nice. What are your top three makeup tips? Um, The purple Neutrogena wipes to take off your makeup. Um, uh, Aveeno daily moisturizing lotion after you take your makeup off. And uh, wear makeup when you're in drag. That's a, also a good tip that I have. That is important. Why? Are, are there baby queens that don't wear makeup? It just seems like none of these girls want to paint for any house, much alone the back of it. Fair. Who are some of your inspirations in drag and theater? Oh, God. Um, I'm a big Cher fan. Um, I love um, Pink, Barbara Streisand, Judy Garland. Uh, B. Arthur is a big inspiration to me. Um, as far as drag goes, I was inspired by Jackie Beat, uh, Varla Jean Merman, um, Lady Bunny, that other drag queen that's famous right now that we can talk about, RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I uh, got lucky that when I started doing drag, Drag Race wasn't around, so I had a lot of influence from a lot of other people like Epiphany and Acid Betty, Sherry Vine, and I was running around with them when I was younger. Nice. So, your first gig was at Lips. Yes. Do you know what your first song you performed was? This is funny. I was supposed to do a... Uh, my audition song was supposed to be a remix of uh, I Touch Myself. Naturally. And, yeah, and that was back in the day when you had to burn a CD and bring it in. But you had to uh, also make sure that you uh, didn't bring in a blank CD by mistake like I did. So oh, no. uh, time comes. I'm standing there nervous as all hell. The CD doesn't play. And then uh, they're like, what song is that? I said, I touched myself. And someone in the back had a copy of Rocky Horror Picture Show and said, <sighs> do you know Touch a Touch a Touch Me? And I said, do I ever? And they said, hit it. And uh, I lip synced to that for the first time. All right. Yeah. And uh, then the, my... The Susan Sarandon version? Yes, of course. And uh, then my second audition was popular from Wicked. Okay, interesting song choices. Yeah, I am Kristen Chenoweth on the side of the body of a great Dane. <laughs> so who are some of the first people that helped you out with drag? Um, Epiphany Get Paid is technically my drag mother. Um, Acid Betty helped me out a lot. Uh, all the girls from Lips, whether they thought they did or not. Um, and then when I started living with Mimi, I'm first in 2010. She helped me out with my drag a lot, too. So you are part of the Lips dynasty. Um, what is it like to work there and perform at Lips? Um, uh, sometimes it's very crazy. At the end of the day, we're all there to have a good time and to make money. So uh, that's the important part. Uh, basically, it's just remembering that everyone's there to have a good time and we're supposed to make their day special. Uh, but it gets nuts. The girls are screaming at you. We uh, want to take pictures, vomiting in the bathroom sometimes. Um, but it's a great audience to perform for because they want to be there. What is your fondest memory of working at Lips? Leaving. Leaving? At end, leaving at the end of the day. Uh, no. Um, some of my fondest memories at Lips was uh, downtown when we were on Bank Street, uh, when we would do gospel brunch downtown and uh, with Ginger Snap, and we would all run outside, and the windows were there, and we'd be all, all out on the street Danced around to something from hair, I think. It was it was fun. It was cute down there. So you mentioned, like, there are screaming girls. They're throwing up in the bathroom. You got it. What is the absolute worst experience you've had with the rowdy crowd at Lips? Oh, there was one time a full-on riot broke out between two tables. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it was scary. The, like, we had to move the tables. It was like the sharks on one side and the jets <laughs> on the other. Drag queens are all hiding in the back because we don't want to get arrested if cops come. 
Um, what did it start over? It started with one table said something sassy to another table because one too many frozen cosmos that lips can set you over oh the God. edge. Um, and so they started yelling at each other and all pandemonium broke loose and everyone then wanted to leave and these people wanted to fight each other and then there's another seating coming in and yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, never a dull moment. So what keeps you at Lips? What is it about working there that you've stuck it out for as long as you have? Money, bitch. Money? Uh, no, it's a lot of fun. And it's a it's a constant place that I can perform and try out new things and, uh, you know, get the love and appreciation that I deserve, goddammit. <laughs> okay, so for someone going to Lips for the first time, mm-hmm. what should they order? Oh, I always uh, recommend people for appetizers, um, get the garlic bread or the Mistress Bee. It's an appetizer sampler platter with a little bit of everything on it. And for entrees, I recommend my dish, the chandelier. It's the chicken penne a la vodka. And just like me, it tastes like motherfucking chicken. Nice. Yeah. I like penne vodka. It's very good. It's uh, one of the most popular things we have. What New York City drag queen that you've yet to work with is on your dream list? Oh, God. Uh, New York City Dragons that I've yet to work with. Uh, Keisha Carr. I love her. I love her paint. I love how she performs. I would love to work with her one day. Yeah, she's great. She is wonderful. And you're both tall, so it works. Yeah, exactly. We're the yin and the yang of it all. If you could create any show at any venue, what would it be called and what can we expect to see? Oh my god. Uh, any show at any venue. Um, I always wanted to do a show with Battling Shares. But uh, it's just share at different points in her life. And I would always like to come out in a wheelchair and be wheelchair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as far as what it would be called, I'd snap out of it. <laughs> where is it? Where are you, you going to do it? Where is it? Uh, you know, on the corner of 41st Street and Dittmar's in my room. It's great. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a duplex staple with your show, Shut, Shut Up Shandy. How long have you had the show, and how has the show developed over the years? I've been doing the show for three years now. It started off as a drag race viewing party, and um, where I would make commentary during the commercial breaks, and then once the show started back up, people would just say, Shut up, Shandy, and I decided that would be a great name for a show. Um, so after Drag Race ended that season, I think it was Bob's season, um, decided to keep doing the show. And that just uh, instead of me commentating on what's on television, it's just me getting drunk, dancing around like an idiot, lip syncing my favorite numbers. Yeah. What is the best part about holding down the fort in the West Village on a Monday night? The best part about holding down the fort in the West Village on a Monday night. Um, if you're coming out on a Monday night, you're in it to win it. Like, you're not a weekend warrior. So I don't get any crazy people most of the time. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the other drag queens will come in and see me if they're off on Mondays or if they had, are doing a show somewhere nearby, which I like doing. What is the biggest difference between performing a bar show and a show at Lips? Uh, performing a bar show is uh, you can be more intimate, you can be more personal. I can talk to people a little bit more at Lips. You kind of have to get them in and get them out. And uh, during the shows, you're kind of watching out for that dollar bill if someone's going to be holding that up, so snatching that guy. Real quick. Yeah, it's all about the money. money yeah, money. A little bit. So while you perform, you get the privilege or burden, depending on how you look at it, of having your drag daughter bartend for you. Has that brought you two closer? Oh, uh, absolutely. I love Heidi. I, I always say that uh, I didn't know I was pregnant. She's the abortion I should have had. <laughs> uh, I always say I'm pro-choice. I believe in drag abortions, not drag children. Um, 
But no, she and I, uh, I, uh, we met when she started working at Lips, and through her bartending and us working together, it has brought us closer. I love that little bitch. Yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> she, yes, she's nuts. She's a so, weirdo. Moving forward with Shut Up Shandy, what's next for the show? What, what do you, What do you want to see happen with it? Eventually, I would love to uh, move over into the cabaret space at the duplex because it's. A fabulous space with the piano, and I would love to do a live singing and a, a mix of lip syncs as well. What's the show called? What are you going to call it? Keep going, Shandy. There you go. There you go. All right, so we're going to play a game called This or That. Okay. I'm going to give you two options and decide which one you pick. Okay. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Iced coffee. Paper or plastic? Paper. Brooklyn or Queens? Brooklyn. Toilet paper over or under? Over. Glinda or Alphaba? Glinda. DuckTales or Gummy Bears? DuckTales. Wow. Damn, I didn't even know that wow. was going to happen. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm hurt. You're stuck. <laughs> Skydiving or bungee jumping? There's no reason anyone should be jumping off of anything. <laughs> Disney World or Universal? Uh, Disney World. Candor and Ebb or Pasek and Paul? Candor and Ebb. Michigan or Ohio State? Uh, I don't swallow volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury or David Bowie? Uh, let's just put them both in a bed and see what kind of faggotry happens. <laughs> Elizabeth Hasselbeck or Megan McCain? I don't know. Uh, Megan McCain. Early or late? Dur- early. City or country? Uh, city. Pool or ocean? Pool. Bert or Ernie? Oh, God. Which one's which? Ernie's uh, the, um, yellow one. Ernie's the... I like the yellow one. Moose or squirrel? Moose. See the future or change the past? See the future. Right. Mm-hmm. There you have it. This or that. Woo. If you could give one piece of advice to baby Shandy when she was starting out, what would it be? Have fun. Uh, don't take everything so seriously. At the end of the day, we're just all here to have fun and have a good time. Um, maybe shut up a little bit more. <laughs> How do you stay motivated in drag? How do I stay motivated in drag? Uh, fireball. Fireball. What is like a reasonable amount of shots you'll do per show? Uh, the limit does not exist. <laughs> oh God! Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Is there anything missing in the drag scene today? If so, what is it? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's just uh, there's an onset of a lot of drag queens out there, and I think there's a little lack of heart in it. I think some girls are doing drag for. Oh, for a couple wrong reasons. One of them to get famous on a television show. It's true. Well, speaking of that, like, in the age of social media, what is the most efficient way to get an audience to come see you? Um, uh, I always like to post pictures if I'm doing a new look, uh, try to promote my show, uh, thank my friends that come out week after week, and also tag a couple people who so it'll show up on their page. Fair do you do like engagement with people and send messages privately, or no. people come slide into your DMs to ask questions and all that kind of thing? Not really, not a lot. Also, like I don't answer my DMs at all. I don't have no idea what's in there. You need an assistant. I, I have a I have a group chat with a bunch of friends, and that's about it. That's fair. So there are a lot of styles of drag between campy and pageant, dancing, monster, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in such a competitive scene, queens will dismiss others' drag if it doesn't fall in line with theirs. Is that fair? And how can we celebrate the idea of all drag matters? That's not fair. I think that the what's very important is that drag does not come in a box. Um, you have to think outside of the box, and that's the way that 
that you are successful in drag by doing something that no one else is doing and not by looking like everybody else. Um, yeah, I think it's it's not fair to judge other people based on what their drag is because it's that's exactly what it is. It's their drag. It's not yours. Did you, when you started out, have any competitions that you went to or did you stay away from I stayed away. I stayed away from competitions when I first started doing drag. Did you ever do any? Um, uh, I did Miss Stonewall two years in a row and came first runner-up, bitches. Oh. I lost to Epiphany the first year and Yuha the second year. Wow. Yep. But I beat Honey Davenport, so there you go. <laughs> oh, God. The pageant, the pageant scene is crazy. The pageant scene is crazy. It's not really one for me, but uh, I did enjoy doing Miss Stonewall because you can be shady and look at all these girls and be like, all right, I got you, I got you, I got you. You're going to be some competition. See you later. I'm out. Yeah. I, w- I went last season or last year to theirs and it was it was a wild little show. It is a wild show. People really get into it. And I think it's it's gotten more competitive as the years have gone yeah, by. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this year brings. Um, I know last year it was very, very, apparently very close. Yeah. So we'll see if the runner-up last year has a chance this year. We'll see. We'll see. So you were fortunate enough to be on our panel twice for Iconic. Yes, it was so much fun. What, what was that experience like as someone getting to watch Young Queen's journeys? It's a little intimidating because it's like your opinion actually matters, which mm-hmm. at some points I just... it Shut up, Shandy. Like, sometimes I, I overspeak and sometimes I give a little bit of harsh advice, but... Yeah, it's, yeah, that happened. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, girls. To those I made cry, but I mean, I hope you learned something. Um, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed getting to help these girls a little bit, and uh, it's it's still intimidating to watch them. Is there one piece of advice seeing the finale of season one and then midway season two? Any advice you can give future contestants? Uh, I would just say stay true to yourself, stay true to your drag, and. Uh, just have confidence in what you have to offer. That's fair. I like it. Mm-hmm. So drama is inevitable in the New York nightlife. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself staying away or fueling the fire? I find myself staying away, but I do love a good fight on Facebook. I yeah. will I will chime in on that shit and make sure that I'm uh, getting all the notifications on those. Well, it's time to play my favorite game, Tea Time. Okay. So let's see if you can fuel any fires this way. Oh, God. You share some stories about your sisters, your friends, your colleagues. People you know in the biz. Okay. Let's start with Ginger Snap. I love Ginger, that little nugget. Uh, she is a good time gal at Lips. She helped me out a lot with my drag. She's a, a big fan of Broadway, like myself, so we bond over that a lot. And she's great to work with. And uh, finally, she's going to the gym and losing weight, so when I carry her on my back during the Lion King at <laughs> Lips, she's not knocking me down. Next up is Shiny Penny. Shiny fucking Penny! I love her. Uh, when she started doing, dra- uh, working at lips, her drag was no lashes, no lips, and she's learned, come a long way, yeah. um, since she started working at lips, and I just saw her do Ruby Roo show at the duplex this past Sunday by herself, her first solo show ever, and it was freaking fabulous, loved it, love her. Well, speaking of, Ruby Roo. Ruby Roo, I was just at her house until crack 30 in the morning today. Uh, I love Ruby, she's one of my best friends, she always has great advice, and we always have a good time together. Next is Blackie O. Blackie. She, she is... Uh, you never want to get caught in a drinking match with Blackie because you'll lose. Yeah. Uh, she, that girl can hold her Tito's. <laughs> it's a good time. Next is Andy Starling. Aw, Andy Starling, my other tall sister. 
Uh, I love Andy. I think what he does is really cool. I love the the vampy 20s style of drag that he does. And I love the concepts that he comes up with his drag. Well, Andy wanted me to ask about this person. You mentioned her before. Mimi, I'm first. Oh, Mimumu. Uh, yeah, I lived with Mimi, I'm first from 2010 until right after couple of years like a year or two after she was off a of drag race uh, the first time or the second time the first time i did not know uh she wasn't living with me during all stars but what was funny was then uh she was getting on drag race and i was helping her stone all of her shit and i became her slave and uh her and manila went to the airport together at early in the morning and i said all right girl don't fuck it up and then uh two weeks later she called me and i said oh so you fucked it up huh oh no yeah and uh it was interesting to uh, be watching the television and seeing what she's wearing on tele- on TV and then sitting next to it in our trash bin of a living room. So, you mentioned Manila. Yes. You knew her. Yes. Did they know they were both on that season? Yes. They both did. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that, but they both knew. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did do you think that, like, fueled anything on the show? No, not at all. Manila and Mimi are so different that I think that they were both worried about their own life. That's fair. Next, we have... Vita Summers. Oh, Vita. Uh, the streets are now safe, boys. She has now moved to Fort Lauderdale. But uh, she's going to be back in town. She's staying with Lauren and myself in our apartment this weekend. So I'm very excited to see her. And I think we're going to be trying to book a cruise sometime soon. To, oh, scary. This is all three sisters out on the out on the open sea. Well, next we have Lauren Order. Oh, Lauren. She's not just a fat ass. She's my fat ass. Uh, Lauren makes all of my costumes. And it's... Uh, she's great. I believe that we both help each other because I design everything and then she makes it and she figures out how to do it. So, uh, I think I've helped her sewing skills, which is selfish of me. So, um, and now, now she has, uh, since moved in with me and if I don't hear that sewing machine going, I can always whip her in the shape. She's my best friend. Is, is it fun living with your best friend? Uh, it is fun living with my best friends. Um, uh, but honestly, during the daytime, we barely see each other. I think I see Lauren only when we work together and when we're going out afterwards and then when we come home. Uh, on days that we're off, it's like, mm, hello. We don't talk to each other. We don't see each other. Don't look at me. Don't think about me. Don't talk about me. Next is Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho, my drag daughter. Uh, she's a good time. She's really fun. And I love having her be my bartender at... Shut up, Sandy, on the on Mondays. But she's abandoning me for the month of April. How dare she? A little poor. No, she's going to uh, try and get into her own drag and see some, uh, try some opportunities. So I'm, yeah, I'm happy for her. And finally, I have to ask about Aria Durchi. Oh, who? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't agree with babies having babies. Heidi Ho should not be having children. She's too young. Uh, Aria's great. I just need to get her over to my house so I can fix her face and Lauren can fix her hair. <laughs> and, then, and then we can talk about a family resemblance. There you go, Aria. Love you. What is your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song is uh, Wonderwall. Um, the Wizard and I. Um, my Heart Will Go On or Can't Help Falling In Love. Do you karaoke often? Uh, sometimes. It depends on how many fireballs I've had that night. There you go. What classic films must every good gay watch? Uh, the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. All About Eve, um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, um, anything with Betty Davis in it, and uh, I'm also a big uh, um, Audrey Hepburn fan as well. What's your favorite Audrey movie? My favorite Audrey movie is Charade. 
right, all right. You mentioned Cher, but who would you do for Snatch Game? Who uh, I always, I always wanted to do Santino for Snatch Game. That's funny. Um, uh, or I would love to do B. Arthur. Or I always wanted to be uh, Sue Sylvester from Glee. Jane Lynch. Just have the bullhorn. Of all your New York City friends, which drag queen would be your partner in The Amazing Race? Lauren fucking order. Because that bitch can make us a dress, figure out how to get everywhere, and uh, make us some dinner as we're doing it. Would you do it in drag? Uh... Sure, if I can wear flats. I'm not running around in heels. Of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, equestrian drag, totally. Sign me up. So when, when, are, we, when are we putting this audition tape together? <laughs> Let's do it. Here we go. So we're going to move into the pop five rapid fire. We're going to give you five pop culture things, things that happened in the news recently, whatever. And you're going to say the first thing that comes to mind, phrase, story, whatever you want to talk about. Okay. First is March Madness. Is that the basketball thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the youngest of four, and all the rest of my siblings played basketball and that was just not my thing uh as far as march madness goes the only part of march that's mad is st patrick's day that's true so you didn't fill out a bracket this year i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) well my bracket was busted last night when michigan won lost but it's okay it's fine Uh next up is the Mueller report oh god (laughs) what a sham yeah what a sham that's all i got Next is the movie Us. Haven't seen it. Do you want to see it? Don't know yet. <laughs> did you see Get Out? Yes, I did. Did you like that? Yes, I did. People are saying Us is better. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I don't need any excuse to go to the movie theater and get my giant blue slushie, so rock there on. Next is Game of Thrones final season. I haven't even watched the first season. No? Uh, every time I try to watch it, I get like 30 seconds in. And I just, I can't, I can't get into it. Why be invested in all these characters? They all die. True. But that's what, that's the emotional gain. Yeah. That's also why I don't watch Grey's Anatomy either. They all die. That's fair. fair. (laughs) So like, what kind of TV do you watch? What what are your shows? Um, I love MasterChef. Okay. uh, Both the regular one and MasterChef Junior. If I'm home at seven o'clock on a weeknight, I'm watching Jeopardy and uh, Wheel of Fortune afterwards. Um, I'm... What else am I watching right now? Drag Race. Of course. Do you have anyone you're rooting for this season? Uh, I mean, uh, being that she's from Ohio, I love Nina West. Yes, um, I love uh, Brooklyn Heights. I think her drag is stunning. Um, as far as that goes, they're, they can all go home. There you go. <laughs> and finally, we have Tootsie on Broadway. Uh, I'll see it. You'll see it? I'll probably see it. That uh, that cute guy from Cinderella's in it, so yeah, and they changed the story, so the movie's crap. But yeah, I, would I mean, totally I see would, it. like you have to change the story if you're gonna do it today, you know. Yeah, so he's a he's wants to be an actor. Uh, it's a Broadway star, not a soap star or something like so. that. Now, I mean, it, it's still gonna be problematic, I'm sure. But. Yeah, I have an addiction to Today Ticks, so I'll probably buy a ticket drunkenly one night. Okay, yeah. so like, what what drunken Today Ticks purchases have you made recently? I just bought a ticket to Avenue Q before it closed closes, uh-huh. uh, so I'll be seeing that at the end of April. Um, the last show I saw was uh, Kinky Boots last night. It was fabulous. Um, I drunkenly bought tickets to Kiss Me Kate and My Fair Lady for Christmas for my roommates. And yeah, that's what I've seen. I want to see Beetlejuice coming up soon, so that'll probably ever have a a watch on that one. What is your favorite musical of all time? Oh my! Uh, Kiss Me, Kate is really? one of my favorite musicals, okay. and Jekyll and Hyde. 
All right, so Kiss Me Kate, are you are you excited with this? Production? I I love it. Kelly O'Hara is fabulous. The production looks great. She sounds amazing. She might be a little too long in the tooth for the role, but I don't even give a shit. Yeah, I mean, like, because knowing like the score that I know of it, I'm like I, that operatic sound. I'm interested to see how she does it's, with it. It's stunning. She she uh we all know her for her classical high singing voice uh. And she sings so in love, so beautifully. But then when she sing, has to be comedic by singing "I Hate Men." Yeah, she actually belts out a couple notes, and it's it's fabulous. Go see it. I'm ex- I'm excited because I love that score. It's a great score. It's great. Also, if you are a tall person like myself, you will be very uncomfortable in those seats. Naturally. And then Jacqueline Hyde. What is it about Jacqueline Hyde? I love the the overall span and the bigness of the musical. It's an epic piece of theater. And I like the the idea of a horror musical as well. Uh, just the, the music's great. I lo- I uh, if it's done well, it's a very good show. When it's done bad, it's a bad show. Well, did you see what happened at Iconic on Sunday? No, but I sure did hear about what happened at Iconic <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, Lauren showed me the video of her and Diana singing fourteen times. So it was shut up, Lauren, that night. <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited. She was so excited. She has been planning this for months. She was like, and this is, I'm going to, and then after my song, I'm like, oh, she wanted me and Deanna to sing. She rehearsed it. This wasn't a spur of the moment thing. She was a, <laughs> she was a sham, a fake, and a swindler. And she got what she wanted, which usually happens. Iconic moments are made at Icon. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. So we're going to play, uh, we're going to do the fan corner. Okay. Um, so I have some um, questions from Superfan Mike. Okay. Um, and they're a little shady. <laughs> he said he wanted to be shady and he wants names. But... Oh, God. So first we're going to start with... This is Mike Buzzle. Mm-hmm. Oh, shithead. It is. Love you. Um, what is your least favorite fan-requested artist to perform? Beyonce or Britney. Really? Yeah. Uh, Do you th- get Beyonce a lot? <laughs> Obviously. Look at me. <laughs> uh, no, it's just every... It seems that every random patron at a bar wants to see beyonce and so when you say what do you guys want to hear and they scream out beyonce i just say i only do one beyonce song and it's a ballad and they're like nah pass yeah pretty much so now like if they were to request destiny's child would that be okay no because i don't have the other children with me that's true (laughs) next question is is there anyone out there you thought would be a great sister and you realize oop nope I want names from this. This is what he said. He wants to be names. a gr- Oh God. Uh, uh, I have known so many drag queens, uh, and you, you that we're all flighty and, uh, you come into each other's lives and then you come out of each other's lives. Logan hardcore and I used to be close. We see each other now. Um, I used to be very close with a drag queen named Devin stone. She's no longer around anymore. Um. Yeah, I don't know who the hell he wants to know about. I don't know. <laughs> what makes a good drag sister? A uh, good drag sister is just being there, encouraging, being a sounding board, uh, for that those kinds of ideas. Um, someone who's uh your friend in and out of drag, like you are more than welcome to come over to my house and we can make dinner, watch movies, and play games. And I think that's just as important as going out and supporting your sisters at their shows. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Last question from him. Who's the most unprofessional person you've ha- ever had to work with? Most unprofessional person I've ever had to work In with. In or out of drag. doesn't have to be a drag queen. Uh, 
my god. Just seems like they're, they're when um, <laughs> the most unprofessional bar I've ever worked for was Rush, and then Heaven. Uh, I would have to sit around for fucking ever to get my money, and sometimes they would say, "We're not paying you," and I said, "Great, then I'm not leaving," and I would just sit at the bar. What? Why would they pay you? Uh, because they were cheap, shady bitches, and I was a dumb young drag queen waiting for my cool fifty dollars, like a little bitch. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Money's money. It's important. Mm-hmm. So I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question. Okay. This is a question from Andy Starling. Hi. What movie has the biggest influence on your drag? What movie has the biggest influence on my drag? Um, I gotta think about this. All About Eve is mm-hmm. definitely one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Funny Face with Audrey Hepburn. It has some great fashion moments in there. Um, God, you put me on the spot like this. Anything Disney, any Disney villain. Uh, big Maleficent fan, even though some people might say I'm the evil queen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I got. All right. <laughs> well, now it's your turn to ask my next guest a question. Um, uh... <sighs> <laughs> any question? Any question. Um, uh, what's your favorite color and why? All right. I like it. Yeah. Great. I think there's something in, in, in it. If you've gotten this far in the podcast, use hashtag shut up Shandy. Yes. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, that is at Chandelier, NYC, C-H-A-N-D-I-L-I-E-R-N-Y-C. Uh, on Venmo, it's Shandy, NYC, C-H-A-N-D-I-N-Y-C. I'm on Facebook underneath my boy name, Blair Van Horn. Uh, click on the one that's the drag queen, not the boy one. I don't use that one anymore. And uh, I don't twat, so there's no none of that. Great. Well, maybe you'll get some money out of this. Here we go. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for doing this. It's lovely. Thank you. Thanks once again to Chandelier for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs> <laughs>